Welcome to the HIM Careers Club podcast. My name is Valerie Page and I'm a registered health information technician, founder and CEO of the HIM Blueprint for Success. And I teach HIM professionals how to scale their careers with the Rocket and ICAD POW method. I created the HIM Careers Club podcast for professionals just like you. Join me each week as I bridge the gap with professionals from different parts of the healthcare industry, discuss up-and-coming developments in healthcare, career strategies, self-development, and more. Whether you're in school, a recent graduate with no experience, or pivoting in your career, you'll get actionable tips and strategies right here that will take your mindset and career to the next level. Make sure you stick around, friend. All right, so if you're tuning into this episode, I'm going to need you to grab a pen and grab a piece of paper because you are going to be writing down notes, okay? If you don't have a pen and a piece of paper, your laptop, your desktop, your phone and your notepad, use something to take notes because I don't want you to have to rewind back anything <laughs> to, to catch the gems that I'm going to drop in this episode here. But hush the kids, close the door, put your headphones in, turn up the volume because I don't want you to miss a beat, okay? Now, I don't know about y'all, but after I graduated, I didn't know anything about networking, networking in person or networking online. And if I'm being completely honest, I don't remember the program that I graduated from. I don't remember them teaching us anything about networking. So I'm going to say that I got on the job training over the past 16 years about how to network. And I'm going to share with you guys some tips that's going to help you out if you're just getting started, right? Because oftentimes when you finish school, the positions that you're interested in pursuing, you don't know anyone who works in that position, especially if you don't know anyone that works in healthcare. So the positions that you're interested in, you don't know anyone. And then the companies that you're interested in pursuing, you still don't know anyone. So you're left like, okay, well, how do I even begin a conversation? Who do I even network with? You're probably saying to yourself, I don't have a network, okay? False, false information. You do have a network. Your network is waiting for you over on LinkedIn, okay? That is where LinkedIn comes into play. If you wanna know how to network with professionals on LinkedIn that you don't know personally, this podcast episode is for you. So networking is creating meaningful professional relationships with individuals, people that you know and people that you don't know. And in general, people like people who add value to them, who make them look good, and who make their work easier. So you have to come to the table with some sort of value, right? And I'm going to break this all down in this episode, how you can position yourself to do just that and I want to touch on something really quick because a lot of times what I notice is that people shy away from networking or maybe people just believe that they don't need to network well if you're having difficulties finding work and if you don't know anyone who works inside of the healthcare industry then networking is a really great job search strategy that you can easily 
add on to your plate and you don't have to do a whole lot. It's not like it's something that you have to do every single day, but it's something that you want to add on because it's going to give you access to the hidden jar market. And you're probably like, what is the hidden jar market? A lot of times there are positions that never make it to the job search board because there's someone internally who already works at a company in a department who already knows about a position that's available, who already told their friend about it, who already sent them their resume, who already sent it over to the manager. And the manager already saw this resume and is already interested in hiring this individual all before it even made it to the job search board, right? So that's the hidden job market. The hidden job market are positions that are available that internal employees already know about who may have discussed it with a different employee in a different department or maybe someone they know personally. If you've already worked on creating relationships with people, then you could possibly have access to this hidden job market as well. And if you have access to the hidden job market, you're more likely to get to the interview if you are referred from someone who's already an internal candidate, excuse me, an internal employee with the company, right? So if you have access to the hidden job market and someone sends your resume over to the manager and this person, this individual who sent your resume over to the manager is someone who is respected inside of that organization or someone that is a top performer in the organization, a top performing employee, more than likely the hiring manager is going to be more interested in bringing you in for an interview. Okay, and it makes it easier for you to navigate your career. Okay, it's easier for you to navigate your career when you network because you know people. You can reach out to someone and say, hey, I'm on the job market. Is there anything available at your organization? It's a little easier for you. So networking is not something that you just want to completely put to the side and say, I eh, know I don't need to network. Definitely add networking to your plate. All right. So let's get into these networking tips. I hope you have your, your piece of paper and pen ready or your device that you're going to take notes on. Okay. Because it's about to get real. First things first. Tip number one. Okay. I'm going to give you five tips. I'm going to give you five tips today. Tip number one is your professional online presence, your appearance. How do you appear online? It's 2021, you guys, and people will probably check your LinkedIn profile. Recruiters, hiring managers, they will check to see if you have a LinkedIn profile probably before they even finish reading your resume. So you want to make sure that your professional online presence is on point. And this can be very easy to do. You don't need to have a professional headshot, you know, where you went and paid a photographer, you know, hundreds of dollars to take a picture of your head and place it on LinkedIn for your profile picture. If you can afford to do that, most definitely go do it. But if not, you can take a really good picture with your phone. If you have an iPhone or the Galaxy S20, S21, you can, you know, take a really good looking photo of yourself headshot and make sure that you you have a high resolution picture as your your profile picture on LinkedIn and then make sure that you design your LinkedIn banner professionally don't 
use the standard LinkedIn banner that they have. Yes, LinkedIn has banners there. They look really good, but do something different. Don't have the same LinkedIn banner that 5,000 other people are also using, <laughs> using inside of their, their headline. Do something different. Not too long ago, I made a post on my LinkedIn page showing exactly how you can use Canva, which is a, a free resource. You can go to canva.com, type in LinkedIn banner on the, that webpage, type in LinkedIn banner, and you can customize your own LinkedIn banner, save it to your laptop or your desktop computer, and then upload it onto your LinkedIn page. So create your own professional LinkedIn banner. Stand out against the crowd, okay? First impression, that very, very first impression before they begin to read anything on your LinkedIn page. All right, next, maximize the about section in your LinkedIn profile. So right up under your, your profile picture and your professional banner up there, right up under there is the about section. Usually people will take and copy and paste their professional summary here. And if you did a really good job with your professional summary, you've already pitched yourself in your professional summary. So this is your, your, your pitch. Every single time a recruiter or a hiring manager is reading your uh, about section on LinkedIn, if this is your professional summary, then you are already pitching yourself to your potential employer. So you don't want to uh, just wing it here and just put anything, okay? You want to write your about section targeted towards the positions that you are interested in pursuing. And you want to make sure that you are utilizing keywords throughout your LinkedIn profile in the about section as well as in your work history section. The reason being is LinkedIn is AI. It is still artificial intelligence. It is still uh, reading and monitoring everything that you are doing on your LinkedIn profile, the words that you're using, the profiles that you are interacting with. LinkedIn is picking up on all of that. And if you're utilizing LinkedIn to also apply for um, positions for any jobs, you most definitely want to make sure that you don't just shortcut it and not completely fill out your about section and your work history section on your LinkedIn profile, okay? Because LinkedIn is integrated sometimes with companies' systems that they use for their ATS, which is the applicant tracking system, to streamline the recruiting process. So it is it's reading the information that you put in on your application, as well as your profile data and the insights. And the insights that goes back to what I just talked about. It's looking at the profiles that you are engaging with, the companies that these individuals work for, the words that you are using in your comments and in your text. LinkedIn is looking at all of that. So you want to be very strategic and very intentional with the words that you are using on your LinkedIn profile. So that was number two, maximize your about section and use the right keywords on your profile. That's number two, okay? Number three is position yourself as an expert in your niche on LinkedIn. Position yourself as an expert, all right? 
in order to do that, if you don't know how to do that, you're probably saying, how am I going to position myself as an expert? You're, you're definitely saying this if you're new into the industry, you, you don't have any work experience. But if, even if you're new or if you have years of experience already, maybe you're already experienced and you're still trying to figure out how you can position yourself as an expert in your niche, subscribe to newsletters that are specific to your niche. So if you are a coder, subscribe to coding newsletters. If you're in revenue integrity, subscribe to revenue integrity newsletters. You want to discuss new topics on your page, new rules, regulation changes, anything that is new information. You want to be one of the first to talk about that on your page. As soon as you get new information, you get that alert that comes into your email inbox. You want to be one of the first people on the internet, on LinkedIn, that's discussing this. So let's just say, for instance, you are interested in pursuing revenue integrity roles and you subscribe to a revenue integrity uh, newsletter, right? You would be talking about revenue integrity stuff. revenue integrity rules and regulations and guidelines and all of that good stuff on your LinkedIn profile at least two to three times a week, right? In conjunction with applying to revenue integrity positions. And when you have recruiters or hiring managers check out your profile and they see you talking about all of this stuff on your LinkedIn profile, all of this content that is connected to revenue integrity, you are positioning yourself as an expert in the industry. That is, that is what it's going to look like to these individuals reading your LinkedIn profile. So you want to position yourself as an expert in your niche on LinkedIn by discussing relevant topics, okay? New topics, rules and regulations, changes, that is what you want to discuss on your LinkedIn profile. Number four, When it comes to networking on LinkedIn or just networking in general, some people believe that, oh, get get me over to the VP or to the director, or can you send my resume to the manager? Your immediate network is individuals you went to school with. These are people who went to high school with you or who went to college with you, current current and past colleges that you went to. These individuals are your immediate network. And you're probably saying, how am I going to find these people? Very easy. On LinkedIn, there's an option where you can go into the search, go into the event search, and just type in the school that you graduated from. You can even narrow it all the way down to the year that you graduated and narrow it all the way down to the program that you took. Once you find these individuals on LinkedIn, connect with them, send them requests, send them requests and see what type of positions these individuals are working in. See if any of these individuals work at companies that you are interested in working at. Okay, these are the individuals that you want to nurture relationships with, nurture the relationships where you are. So if you are new coming into the healthcare industry and you don't know anyone, these will be your your first points of contact. These will be your first points of contact. The people who you went to school with. Start there. Go on LinkedIn. Go and uh, do, perform a detailed search 
and narrow it down by the school, the programs, and the years that you graduated. Start there. All right, and number five, engage in meaningful conversations on LinkedIn, okay? And when I say that, this is what I mean. You want to have conversations with the right people at targeted companies and targeted employees. So if you are interested in becoming a release of information specialist, okay, for Psyox, these are the individuals who you would try to connect with on LinkedIn. And you would start posting content about release of information and connecting with these individuals and having conversations with them strategically. And like I said earlier before, LinkedIn is AI, it's artificial intelligence. So it's seeing all of these conversations. And as you are engaging with individuals at these companies with these titles, and they're engaging with your profile as well, LinkedIn will begin to look at you as a relevant source on this topic. It's AI, artificial intelligence. It picks up on everything that you do and who interacts with your profile. So you want to make sure that you are interacting with the right people and that you are having meaningful conversations and really engaging with individuals. Like, comment, share, and encourage conversations. That is like the most important, encouraging conversations. The more, the better, all right? And I do know, I said I was gonna do five tips, but I'm actually going to do six. I'm, I'm going to give a bonus tip. And this one is a, a big one. Okay. You ready for this? Ask employees about their referral program. Yes. Nine times out of 10, if a employee is working for a large organization, a large healthcare organization, nine times out of 10, there is an employee referral program. It's usually about $500 per referral. It's usually something like that. But ask the person to look at your resume and recommend you for the position. You can say something like this. You could just say, hey, well, not hey, right? I'm just paraphrasing here because I don't want anyone to... Uh, use exactly what I say to the T and then everyone is sending off these messages <laughs> word for word, word for word. And someone's like, okay, this is like, I could have swore I heard this before, but you'd say something like, hello, I noticed you work for this company. I'm not sure if there's an employee referral program that compensates you for referrals, but is it possible for me to send you my resume to see if I'd be a good fit and refer me for the position? Now, you'd be surprised. Some people don't even realize that there is an employee referral program and that they can get paid for referring people that get that get hired, right? So they can't just refer you. They have to refer you and you also be selected for the position and hired and then they will be compensated for that. So they may have to go and check themselves to see and say, wait a minute, what? $500. Now, this is the thing. You need to make sure that your resume is good because no, no one is going to send over a busted resume, right? If they read your resume and they, if they don't think one, that the resume looks good or two, that you are a good match for the position, then it's not going to go any further than you being able to send this message to them and asking, asking them to take a look at your resume. That's as far as it's going to get. 
you want to make sure that your resume is really good, that it's on point and that it's ready. If you make it into someone's inbox and this individual actually gives you the time of day and responds back to you and says, yeah, you know what? As a matter of fact, there is an employee referral program. Go ahead and send your resume over. Let me look at it. And they look at it and your resume is good. They're going to get your resume over to the manager, to the to the next stop that it needs to go to. One, because they, they actually want you to get hired because they actually think that you can get hired for the position. And two, if you're a good match, you're a good employee. It also makes them look good because they referred you in. So that's a good sign. But this is like a, a you know, a, a bonus tip right here. Companies like to hire within and they like to hire from employee referrals. So if if you are interested in working for a large healthcare organization, I'm almost like 100% sure that there's an employee referral. You want to make sure that you maximize your about section because they're going to go and they're going to check out your profile. They're going to look. So you don't want it looking busted. You know, you don't, you don't want it looking subpar. Okay. You want to position yourself as an expert. Okay. If they go and they go through your timeline and read to see the type of stuff that you post about, if you are talking about industry specific or niche specific items on your LinkedIn profile that is relevant to the positions that you are interested in, you are positioning yourself as an expert in your niche before they even have a conversation with you, okay? And you're having meaningful conversations on your LinkedIn profile. They will see all of that. And then you get to this bonus tip here, number six, get down to number six, and you, you finally have a conversation with an employee inside of their inbox. And you say, hey, I'm not sure if you guys have an employee referral program that will compensate you for referrals. But I was wondering if you would take a look at my resume because I saw this open position that I think I qualify for. But I wanted to see if if you could take a look and if you could send my resume over to the manager. Now, you want, you want to make sure you have everything on point, friend. <laughs> Because if you're doing everything above what I just talked about, and then you get to this point, you can, you can really wing it, really take it home, really take it home and get your foot in the door so that you can get to that interview that you want. <laughs> okay, so these are my tips for networking on LinkedIn. These are just some tips. There's actually a whole lot of tips that I have. Okay, a whole lot. But these should help you out and get you going. And I want to leave you guys with this before I end this session is that it can really, really make a difference for you, especially if you are a, an expiring health information management professional or someone in the industry that is trying to make a change. You know, if you're trying to make a shift or a change in your career and there aren't many individuals that you know that's working in the in the positions that you are interested in or the companies that you are interested in working for, then that means that you, you need to begin networking. It is time for you to meet new people. And you may not ever meet these people in person. It may just be all strictly online. And that's the wonderful thing about the internet. But it is time for you to meet 
new people. All right. So make sure that you share this podcast session with all of your HIM friends and your colleagues. Make sure you share this out. If you are interested in getting more job search tips and LinkedIn strategies, check out the Ultimate HIM Job Search Strategy in LinkedIn Masterclass. I will have the link below in the podcast notes. Enjoy the rest of your day. Another great episode. Thanks for joining us today. I want to know what you enjoyed the most about this podcast session. What was your biggest takeaway? Make sure that you tag me on Instagram at Valerie Page underscore R-H-I-T. Tag and let me know what was your biggest takeaway. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to share this with all your HIM friends.